0: Who doesn't love Fridays? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello there, you are listening to the Deepened Roots podcast. My name is Carol Olker, certified health coach and founder of Deepened Roots Health Coaching. You can check out the services I offer on www.deepenedroots.com. You can also find me on Facebook under Deepened Roots Health Coaching and on Instagram under Deepened Roots Health Coaching, all one word. Deepened Roots podcast has been created to give listeners an inside look into my health coaching business, specifically my one on one 90 day program, which helps my clients establish habits that serve them in developing intuition around their thoughts and gut health. I use science and logic, and I also use the power of thoughts, feelings, and intuition. Trusting your gut is not an option in my world. So let's get started. Welcome to episode 14. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. I don't know about where you're at, but here in Cincinnati, the weather is getting a bit more crisp in the morning and Henry, the puppy and I are seeing some fall leaves on the ground. It's beginning to be a beautiful beginning to the seasons changing, which is great because we're still dealing with a pandemic. Everyone (laughs) we're still dealing with it. It's not left every day. Feels like Groundhog Day. So any change we can get is most welcome. And also before we get started, I want to talk about the civil unrest happening across the country instead of ignore it and pretend that it's not happening. It's intensifying and with good reason. So just putting it out there instead of judging everyone, we're all intensifying, digesting it, just mulling over it. Really take a look at why this has been happening. Be kind to others and be the change rather than complaining. We need to change. Uh, We've had a tough year and voting season is upon us to give ourselves a chance to really do our research. Yes, I'm going to be mentioning voting until November 3rd. Um, I'd be an irresponsible business owner if I didn't. So just talking about that. It's important. So, um, back to business because I want to talk about the dangers of treating the symptoms rather than the source, th- rather than the source, which is fitting considering what I was just talking about. <laughs> so that said, a lot of times we approach our health and other things as a mean to fix ourselves rather than resolve lingering issues. Believe it or not, there is a difference. You can fix a leaky faucet, but if you don't look deeper to resolve the problem of the rusted out pipe below your sink, you're going to have a whole host of issues. And that same logic applies to our health, especially our diets. During the last episode, I talked about how we, as in modern society, often look at diets through the Latin context of the word dieta, which means parliamentary assembly or food allowance, rather than looking at our diets through the Greek context of the word dieta, which means way of life. If I allow this bunch of this kind of food to be eaten per day, per meal, then I look like this or feel like this, when in theory that concept may seem logical, but it doesn't take into account your existing way of life. And I'm not just talking about drinking beer or wine every night and eating cheeseburgers. I'm talking about the amount of sleep you get, the amount of time you allow yourself to chew your food, and eat your entire meal, how much time you give yourself for stress management, if you give yourself time at all, the types of food you eat to support how your body feels, also known as intuitive eating, how you take care of your belongings and look after your checkbook, and the words you allow to pass into your mind to internalize. Literally, all of these habits can put yourself into a stress state. In episode one of this podcast, I talked about how following even the most balanced diet is not going to do any good for you in the long term if you're constantly stressed. Your mind thinks you're getting attacked by a bear, and yet you're shoveling a green goddess salad down your throat. Ain't nobody going to feel like a goddess (laughs) after doing that. So breaking down the source of what drives your feared state, what makes you feel attacked by a bear on the inside. This allows you to break down how to get you feeling like that goddess you've always wanted to be. Oftentimes people live out their lives in three categories and these categories can be interchanged. They indulge themselves, they deprive themselves, or they feel like hell to make it out. They fight like hell to make it out alive. And this is all based off of what I've mentioned throughout my podcast. Uh, Our fear, our fight, flight, and free state. However, I do want to stress that finding yourself in either or both of the first two out of three categories is completely normal. If we run away from our problems, then we're pushing away not only what's bad for us, but what also can be good. We're pushing away food in general because we can't eat while we're stressed. We're pushing away people who love us And are trying to help, and we're pushing away positive life-changing opportunities because we're terrified beyond belief of falling on our faces. If we freeze, then we're staying in one place, self-soothing, elbow deep in Oreos while washing them down with margaritas. (laughs) If we fight, then this is when we tell ourselves enough is enough. Fuck it. (laughs) We're over feeling like crap inside. And as Alicia Keys. Belts, this girl is on fire. However, movies get it in incredibly wrong and often leads the normal folk to feeling shame if we don't live out our own storylines in exactly those steps. Chances are you're going to set goals or experience hardship, make it a point to overcome, trip and fall, wallow like no other, uh, get some success going on, trip some more, and so on and so on. And then you're going to succeed before you trip again. And then the cycle continues. Our minds aren't conditioned for it, even though our bodies are. So we just binge watch Netflix until we get more inspiration to succeed again. And we're talking about the mind here. We've not even started talking about the body. The body itself is literally comprised of the result of everything you decide to to consume. Thoughts, feelings, actions, the food you eat, what you read, what you say, uh, who you sleep with and have a relationship with, the alcohol you consume, and your gut microbiota responds to that, interacts with your DNA. And then before you know it, you have specific gut issues or type 2 diabetes or um thyroid imbalances or celiac some of what is in your dna can prevent uh, you can prevent or manage throughout time some of it you cannot either way i'm not going to get into that too much but what we do typically treat when we look at ourselves in the mirror is our weight gain our alcohol consumption and sugar intake our water intake and skincare routine And all of these things are great to treat. However, we look at these action steps as the quote unquote, holy grail to us feeling at our best. When we truly need to look at the soil in which we plant the seeds of truths in our minds. If the soil in which your existence originates is tampered with toxic thoughts, shame, guilt, avoidance, emotional warfare, and then some, then your body may present reproductive order disorders, gut issues, and bacterial overgrowth, circulatory restriction, adrenal fatigue, overall mind fog, autoimmune disease. If your soil is comprised of love, compassion, forgiveness, boundaries, Emotional fortitude and more, then you may notice you have manageable menstrual cycles. You'll be you're able to eliminate daily, and your nausea has disappeared. Your joints don't hurt, and you can move more, well. You may sleep better. You're more mentally sharp, and your body feels less inflamed than if you were managing your current condition with your internal pollution. Notice how I talked about the latter in the form of healing, because like all soil, yours may start out like rocks and hard earth, but with a determination and proper tending to the hard earth can soften and the rocks turn to dust and vegetation forms and it blooms. So like all gardens, it's important to remember even the most flourishing can develop weeds. It's up to you to determine when you're going to tend to these weeds. If you saturate your garden with pesticides so that they don't even stand a chance, you're poisoning your very garden and everything else around it. Waiting until these weeds take a hold of your garden will take an extraordinarily amount of time in which uh, between each time your garden blooms. So pulling up these weeds as you see them and giving vegetation around it uh, and giving some TLC in the meantime exercises the best of both worlds, though it takes some practice and forgiveness and grace. It's recognizing that weeds do exist yet that they don't get to consume your space if you don't want them to TLC in this case can come in the form of many that I mentioned earlier proper sleep, hydration, breathing, AKA oxygen, (laughs) food, thoughts, emotional awareness, and physical awareness. It can be tempting to once you've determined to get yourself out of your funk and kill some weeds to start taking up multiple habits at once. However, I caution you to take a look within and say, what do I need to do for myself now? right now in this moment versus what do I have to do over time to achieve what I believe will give me this garden I feel expected to cultivate your body may tell you to deep breathe drink more water throw out all your junk food go for a walk or run journal Tell your grandma you love her. <laughs> Dump your emotionally abusive partner or group of friends you've outgrown. Make a to do list and stick it out until it's all checked off. Fold your laundry. Take a shower. Keep your cell phone out of your bedroom and use an actual alarm clock instead. And maybe you'll just want to come feel compelled to tell yourself you're pretty. (laughs) It just takes one specific action, not all of them, to make you feel proud enough to accomplish other actions, to take you from barely surviving to thriving, to the point where you, when you feel low again, you'll still feel at even a slightly higher level than before. Maybe you fell off your wagon and ate junk food for two weeks straight, but you trusted yourself enough to know when enough was enough, and you went back to your normal eating and exercise habits again. Maybe you journaled about it, realizing you fell off the wagon because you missed your horrible partner (laughs) that you dumped, and you don't quite completely believe you deserve better, but you kind of do now, so now you're ready to feel more... Like, you're enough now. The journey doesn't end. It doesn't stop until we're dead, to be honest. You might as well make this journey one hell of a journey. I know I threw a lot at you today. (laughs) I know I did. But this podcast has been a few of my previous podcasts lumped together. I feel it's important to kind of tie things together at some point. In a world of perfectionism, gaslighting culture and self-appointed judge and jury, life is messy all the way through. It's hard to see through the weeds. And the clients I see week after week, all of this is going through their minds. Week after week, it gets better. Then it gets worse and then it gets better. And then they look back and think, holy hell. I've come such a long way, I didn't realize how much positive change I made. I was just focusing on all the shit that happened. But it takes constantly telling the earth of shame, guilt, not enoughness, fear, anger, and so on to get to the other side. And it doesn't just automatically happen from only practicing yoga or only cutting out alcohol and cheeseburgers. It starts with the thoughts and feelings that determine the state of our soil and our minds and bodies and all the actions we choose to take support of what we want to grow into throughout our lives. Deep in Roots podcast is going to continue to cover elements of my one-on-one 90-day program that is founded on the concepts of acting out of abundance instead of fear and going for what serves you. From time to time, I'll also cover what speaks to me, what's important in the moment, who's influenced my work, and even bring you interviews with like-minded business owners. I also encourage you to reach out and let me know what else you'd like me to talk about. What moves you? What speaks to you? What serves you? Also, don't be shy. Please visit me at www.deepenroots.com for more details on my health coaching business and the coaching services I offer. I am also on Facebook under Deepen Roots Health Coaching and Deepen Roots Health Coaching, all one word, on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining me, everyone, and I will see you next time.